Today's video is all about the importance of confidence and attitude. Welcome to Profile3 TV and today we're joined by Bernie Allen and Bernie's going to tell us all about who she is and what you do. So welcome, thank you very much for taking time out to join us today. Thank you, Kieran. Brilliant. So tell us, uh, you're, you're, when I looked at your profile on LinkedIn I was blown away. Uh, so I'm, I am genuinely so excited to have you sitting here with us today. So do you mind telling us who you are and what you do? Absolutely. I'm more excited to be sitting with you <laughs> um, and giving me the opportunity. Um, I was when I knew you were going to ask me this to be able to say to people who are you and whatever and it's a very hard thing to look at yourself because you're usually judged by other people and what they think of you um, but for the last 30 years um, I've been an entrepreneur um, all different walks of life and um, I've had traditional businesses as well and my traditional businesses uh, were the hardest thing I've ever done in my life I had a restaurant in Carrick Fergus and I had a newsagent in the Upper Newton Orange Road and for viewers that don't live in Northern Ireland they haven't a clue what that means but from people in Northern Ireland they do know what it means yeah. and um, my restaurant was in a mall called the Night Ride Centre and it was going to be the mall of the future and unfortunately shop after shop after shop closed down so I'm sitting down at the bottom of the 60-seater and nobody coming through the door and my little newsagent wasn't going to make me rich but mm -hmm. it was going to pay the bills yeah. And six doors up, they built one of the first garages in Northern Ireland where you could go in and get your diesel and get your lunch and get your coffee and get your everything. And it literally swallowed me up. Um, so that was roughly about 25 years ago. And it, it, it left me in business debt of just under £80,000. Now, I know now that's a lot of money. But back then, my house cost me £23,000. So you can weigh it up for yourself how much it was and um, but it was a blessing uh, for me and um, because I would not have looked outside the box because I thought traditional business like a lot of people do Kieran thinking traditional business is the only avenue that they can go down mm -hmm. and I was introduced to uh, the world of home-based businesses and asked that I want to have a look at it and uh, to be quite honest I had no money the first thing came out of my mouth went yeah I, I, I want to look at something but I have no money to get started in anything and I didn't know whether I wanted to do business or not because it was hard but I, thankfully I looked at it and because it's a what we call the people's franchise um, I got started in a multi-multi-billion dollar company for 300 pounds and um, in fact I thought it was too cheap and I thought to myself no 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 look there has to be a catch there's no way you can make a, a living out of this type of thing but thankfully there wasn't and that was the start of my journey and um, I then over the last 25 years I have helped people in Northern Ireland and all of Ireland actually uh, make millions I've turned over millions in the network marketing industry the home-based business industry and just because it's not a nine to five doesn't mean it doesn't work. So from that then, um, I started being asked to what I do, uh, some motivational speaking, mm -hmm. keynote speaking. And then I uh, was asked to do private coaching because I now own my own confidence academy where I teach people the importance of being confident. Mm -hmm. And I teach people how to, or I coach people, how to speak on stage, how to actually just go and speak to people. 
And at this moment in time, I'm actually working with a client who's a director of his own company, but he just freezes the minute he stands up to talk to anybody or any of his clients. And now you want to see him doing his, his talks. It's just amazing. So I have grown, the company has grown, and I still coach and mentor people how to build their own home-based business. M maybe mummies who want to stay at home or daddies who want to stay at home with their kids or people who's fed up in the one job, you know, day in, day out, week in, week out. Or maybe people that have run, run out of money before they run out of month yeah. and they need to top up their income or maybe people who don't have money for retirement. But there's a lot of people like the goodies in life and they don't have the extra money for a nice lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, that's the type of thing that I would coach people. One of my mentees has went on to earn, oh, you wouldn't believe how much money she earns a month. You just wouldn't believe it. But put it like this, it's over 25,000 pound a month. It's life changing, absolutely life changing. So now my avenue's down the road of um, coaching and mentoring and speaking on stages and motivational speaking and my largest audience to date was ten and a half thousand people in Singapore where I was asked, they flew me over to tell my story from um, where I started off from 16 years of age to where I am now and um, I got a standing ovation from ten and a half thousand people from all over the world. Wow. It was amazing. Incredible. Amazing. That's like a football stadium. Like a uh, <laughs> when you walk out on the stage, Karen, honestly, you are a dot. You literally are a dot on the stage. And your brain goes, oh my goodness. And then when your mouth goes, but it's not, it's not about me. It's about maybe somebody in that audience will get something for what I'm saying and my job's done. Yes. And I, I just, I can't imagine there's like music musicians and pop stars and Big, groups yeah, and wouldn't have played to Absolutely, like you're quite right actually. But, but they had an orchestra bringing you onto the stage and it was all like a big and just as I turned the curtain to walk onto the stage my mantra always is it's not about me it's not about me it's not about me as I'm turning the curtain and just as I went the sound engineer guy put his hand up and he says slow your speech down okay because there was a lot of it was 130 countries represented so the interpreters were speaking, and us from Northern Ireland yes. speak like a train. We talk a little bit fast. So yes. I was said slow. So when I went to speak, I could hear what he put in my head instead of my mantra, slow down. So my first couple of lines was, hello, good afternoon. <laughs> when we played it back, it was like a robot. It was so oh, funny. But anyway, so that's a little bit about me. Incredible. So some people watching this would be wondering what is working from home? What 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 jobs could people do? Would you have any examples? Absolutely. There's a company called the Direct Selling Association mm -hmm. and they are the, the government body who looks after people who works from home wow. to make sure that they're not being ripped off and that things are ethical and whatever. And it is a massive, massive um, or organisation. So within that banner, there's lots and lots of different companies that um, are work from home companies. And um, and as I say, it's sort of like the people's franchise, you know, um, so they can work in any environment, you know, in that type of thing. The one that I uh, work in is health, nutrition, weight loss and management and sports industry is what I would uh, work in. Then there's other people that would have things like jewellery. 
uh, people would have things like perfume, um, people that would have things like, uh, again, in the sports industry, uh, water, you know, purifying waters. Um, there's loads of different um, avenues that can go down, um, telecommunications, all of that. So, you know, there's a wide range of working from home and finding your own niche that you would feel comfortable with is most people when I speak to them about my industry are interested in their health or they're interested in their children's health or they're interested in weight management or in the sports world so it's a it's a pretty good one mm -hmm. to, to look at. Yes and, and people working from home they, they're their own boss then? Sometimes that's a wee hindrance. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes that's a wee hindrance. <laughs> when you get up in the morning and you're your own boss, you can say, oh, I'll have my second cup of coffee. You know, and uh, well, you're yourself are, are uh, self-employed, so you know, you know where that is. Yes. Um, but then there's massive advantages, you know, massive advantages. So working from home allows people to be the person who they truly are rather than um, building someone else's dream and working for a boss and mm -hmm. you know putting their all into the business and at the end of the day they cannot yes. do the things that they want to do. Yeah. Does uh, that answer your question? No, it isn't. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't uh, as you went through the industry there. Uh, I, I'm thinking of people I know who actually do some of the things that you you're talking ah. about and, and uh, putting two and two together. So yeah. actually, it is a massive, massive industry. Massive. And you think. Probably actually maybe more people are going into it yes. now. Than... Yeah, it's the business of the 21st century. Yes. Definitely business of the 21st century. And I'm excited about that mm -hmm. because um, you know yourself how many students that they leave university, mm -hmm. they come out qualified beyond recognition. Yeah. I went to buy a new mobile phone and the guy who served it to me was a qualified doctor and he couldn't get work. Do you know, and I'm looking go, wow, mm. they teach this industry now in America in the universities, wow. which I'm so delighted about because they can literally step out of university and become a young entrepreneur. Mm. And the younger, the better. Do you know, um, there's a guy called Robert Kiyosaki um, and he wrote um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes. And he absolutely heals the industry and calls it the business of the 21st century. Incredible. And I agree with you that the amount of Young people who are underemployed now mm. uh, is but they're lovely. The, the young ones are bright. They they want. They're ambitious mm. and they want nice things in life and and they want to have their own free time, uh, not to be tied up in a nine to five, yes. so that they can choose their art. And because they're so computer savvy, yeah. this is not a just keep it to 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 your one area. Like I've talked to people. I have people in my organisation from Australia and New Zealand and Europe and whatever, and I'm sitting in my home with technology, training these people to build their own home-based businesses. Incredible. Do you know, it's, it's the, the young ones having all this technology savvy uh, could make millions. Yeah. In, in the industry, you especially know. if they start start young and absolutely, and absolutely, and another market is the baby boomers. You know, they've got a lot of money, and and their mortgages are all paid off, and they're retiring early, mm -hmm. and then they realise they wake up one morning going, hold on a minute, I want to do something, I want to be somebody, I don't want to be labelled a person who's retired. So it's like a second. Uh, lease of life for for some people like 50 plus it's a real second lease of life where like uh, our oldest uh, person would be 
I have to say this, 71 and a half. Wow. And he says you have to say the half because when you get to his age, the half is very important. Uh, you know, yeah. and honestly, he is so motivated and excited and all his whole youth came back again because he now was able to give value to other people. Incredible. And I'm just thinking again, young people today, like when we left college, graduated from college, we actually had to leave Northern Ireland. We yeah. went abroad for 11 years, there was no jobs, uh, and that was it. But the internet today actually is, is levelling the playing field, it's given so many more opportunities okay, to everyone. Mm. And actually, I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that the, the old money, traditional money yeah. was handed down from family to family, is the internet is actually levelling the field. Now, ordinary people have a chance to make real money, which is... In the different. industry, in the one that I'm in, mm. uh, the industry, they say they help ordinary people live an extraordinary lifestyle. Yes. Do you know? And because the youth of today is watching all these um, reality television programmes and whatever, they want the beautiful handbags, they want the lovely shoes, the men want the lovely suits and the expensive aftershaves, but the wages doesn't allow them to have it. And that's where debt comes in as well. Yeah. So they're now looking at these things, buying these things off a off a card where they can't afford yeah. A, to buy it, mm -hmm. and B, to pay it back. Mm -hmm. You know, where now they can earn their own money and, and have the nice things that they want. Amazing. And you're right, debt, disaster, especially for a young person, because once you start in that cycle, Absolutely. very, very, very hard to get out yeah, of. Yeah, we try our best. The Keep first working. thing we do when we bring people into the industry is we we talk to them about their income and if they've any debt at all, our first goal is to get that paid off. Yes, and our highest one that we paid off uh, was a girl with £15,000. Oh. She's a mummy of three and her husband only knew about, knew about one debt. So can you imagine the stress that girl was under? Mm. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And what we did was we had a cut up your credit card party. And yeah. it was amazing. Actually, I think everyone should be doing that anyway. No Cut up what. your credit card card. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to use it after anywhere. Very good, very good. So it oh, sounds, sounds incredible. So obviously, uh, online marketing and network marketing, um, as you say, you went through a load of industries there. There's good opportunities and bad opportunities, I guess, or is there bad opportunities? And how would someone know that um, what they're looking at is something that they might one of the things they can look at mm -hmm. is to make sure they're a member of the Direct Selling Association. That is key. As, as is, is in, um, what is it, APTA for travel? What is it they call it? I understand. I'm yeah, not sure what they is to travel. It regulates it. So look at that for yourself. Excellent. And the other thing to look at is how long they're established. Very yeah, good. Because when something someone arrives into the country with the new uh, whatever, they have got so many teething problems, you know make sure they've got at least five years under their belt Incredible. so that you'll know that they've went through all the teeth and problems mm -hmm. and whatever. And the other thing is, do they have all their eggs in one basket? Do you know, do they invest all the money just into whatever it is that they're um, selling or whatever? Because um, you need them to have money elsewhere if something happens here. You know, and they're the three things that I would always advise people to make sure that, you know, that you have an ethical company and yeah. And and if they look at them three, they should find they should find that out. Really good advice. And then obviously the person it should be something that they're really passionate about. Uh, so if it's health, they should be interested in health. Not really. No? To wow. be quite honest with you, Kieran, because I was in my restaurant. Mm -hmm. I always say like I was frying fish and chips, yeah, mm -hmm. and I knew nothing about supplementation. I knew 
like I maybe knew something about cod liver oil or something because my mummy taught me that or something mm -hmm. like that. But it didn't mean that I wasn't open to learning about it. So I have lots of people that, that are earning thousands with me per month on a part-time basis, mm -hmm. knew nothing about health, nutrition, weight loss, sports management, whatever. Uh, but the coaching and the training and whatever is there. But as long as they have a desire mm -hmm. to change their, their circumstances, the other part comes second. Very interesting. And do they have to be good at selling? We prefer not. Oh, and I'll tell you why. You're, you're, I, I've all these perceptions, and you. Yes, you're, you're we all felt the exact same way. Until really? we found out that, um, you have to deprogram somebody who's a salesperson. Wow. Okay, because they think you know open-ended questions and closing and all, and they've been taught how to sell and whatever. And really, our our industry is a referral industry. Just as you would refer a wonderful movie yeah. to somebody yeah. or whatever particular car you drive, you mm -hmm. would refer that, oh, this car's great, it's so comfortable and whatever, right? That's all we do. Now, let me give you an example. Um, I have beautiful tooth gel. Mm -hmm. I have deodorant, for, for which has got, let's give an example of, it's aluminium free, okay? Mm -hmm. Now they're linking bumps and lumps to yeah. aluminium salts and deodorants, okay? How many people do I know that uses a deodorant? everyone you know of course how many people do you know cleans their teeth everyone you know of course so really all you're doing is changing mm. all the people that you know's brand to your brand so if you're starting up a business yeah mm. you're gonna say Karen, would you give us a bit of support instead of going to yeah. a supermarket and buying your tooth gel would you buy mine mm. okay and then what you'll find is in the industry you do not need a lot of customers because the referral that happens is just amazing. We need about 20 to 30 customers to run a very healthy business. Incredible. It's lovely. Wow. Yeah. So referrals. Referrals, yep. So to get back to your original question about sales, can you see the difference if I was coming to you and saying, oh, this is beautiful and this is the tweak gel and this is what it's got and this is the ingredients and I'm selling you now. Where if I say to you, do you clean your teeth? Yeah. Well, would you try mine? Course, yeah, give it a go. Yeah, so it's hard to deprogram sales, and then some people that come in to me and they're not a hard salesperson, they're a nice soft salesperson, and they're lovely to work with. Yeah, Amazing. so you don't have to be in sales. Very good, because I hate selling. Yeah. <laughs> and over 87% of the population says if it's a sales, I don't want it, and they sell all the time, they don't even know they're doing it. Incredible. Like somebody sold me the movie to go and see the Queen movie. Yeah, somebody sold it to me so well, I went, I gotta go and see that. Yeah. But they didn't know they were selling it to oh, me. That's it. Yeah. What, but if I'd have said to them, do you sell? Not at all, I can't sell at all, yeah. but you've just sold me that movie. Amazing. Oh, that's different, they'll say. Amazing. That's different. It was brilliant, the movie was Wasn't it, yeah, yeah, on my list. Yeah, no, yeah. good, I, so you're selling to me now. <laughs> I was selling yeah. you should go. Oh, brilliant, done, and I was on the list. So very good, very interesting. So you had all these perceptions and mm -hmm. you've, you've actually taken them all away. That's uh, very interesting. So you talked you talked about confidence and confidence is, is something that's really, really important for everyone, actually. Mm -hmm. Myself, I would say I would be a late bloomer. Uh, it took me a long time to get confident. Even talking to cameras yes. not easy and you do actually it's probably when you do something new is really hard for the first time mm -hmm. getting on stage like i don't know ten thousand people oh my word uh, 200 50 40 no problem but ten thousand incredible so people generally have problems with confidence you find that 
that's just unbelievable. Yeah. But you see, people think that they're born that way. People think, oh, I was I was never a confident person mm. from child and whatever. I am. Do you know? Me. Well, it, it isn't you. It's the environment that you were in that you took on. Uh -huh. And it's things that people say to you, like your mommy will say to you, no, you can't do that now. That's mm. not, no, no, no. So you hear it in a different way. You hear the word, I can't do that. Mm. So you grow up believing in your brain, I can't speak out. I can't, I, oh, do you know our Kieran, our Kieran's not great in crowds, right? So you're believing this and you're believing, mm -hmm. till eventually one day there's a crowd of people and you're saying, oh, I'm not confident in crowds, but you didn't know where it came from, what you had taken in in your head as you were, as a child. It, ha it could happen to you when you're 10, it could happen to you when you're 16, it could happen to you when you're 20, 21. So it's developed. It's not there from birth. And a lot of people will say, I've always been a person with no confidence. And you have to develop it yourself depending on what you where you want to go in life and mm. and it is a little word with an enormous answer enormous answer and you really for to succeed in anything you have to work more in yourself than you have to work on the thing that you want to succeed in and that's where people fall down totally Amazing. So I was going to say, yeah, I, I'm not good with making new people. <laughs> That's it. I put me in a room. Uh, it, it's tough work. Uh, and I, I think you're right, actually, probably is. Uh, if I, uh, when you said that to me, mm -hmm. if I said to you, well, Kieran, tell me how many hours a day you work on Kieran? Probably none a day. Yeah. yeah, well, just you saying that statement to me, I know you don't. Yeah. So you have to take Kieran time. You have to have an hour a day for Kieran, Kieran for self-development, for reading, for listening, for meditating, for whatever. And, and as you grow, mm -hmm. your business explodes. Very good. And that's, you're actually right, so many people don't invest in themselves. No, no. They don't even consider it. No, no. Yeah. And when people come to me and say, right, Bernie, I want to take you on to, as a consultant or whatever. And as soon as I, as soon as they start talking to me, mm. I, I'll ask them, and how many times? And just the way you went, none mm. is usually the answer. You know. So we'll have to start there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and and you think people then should, for example, uh, invest an hour a day in themselves, or longer, or more, more mm. better? At least an hour a day, okay. At least an. That doesn't necessarily have to be one hour. Mm. It could be ten minutes when you wake up in the morning. Mm. It could be ten minutes at your lunch. It could be 20 minutes in at, at tea time and it could be 10 minutes going to bed. I don't know whether that adds up to an hour, but whatever. You get, you get yes. what I mean, yeah? Gotcha. So it, it doesn't have to be because some people think that their life is so busy that an hour, where would I get oh an hour from? Are you kidding me now? <laughs> but if you look at it on the other hand, yeah. if you have built all of this confidence and being able to know what's going, your business over here, your time will have been lots more over here because you're in control, you know what's going on, you're not saying, oh my, I've got to go to camera, uh, getting all the panic and going into the stress and right, okay, right, one, two, three, go, no, cut that again. And none, of, none of that happens. I am sitting with you here, Karen, and I am absolutely enjoying mm -hmm. sitting with you. There is not one thing going across my mind saying, oh, there's a camera on me, there's lights on me, and oh, what if I can't answer the question and whatever, because I have worked so much on me that's the importance of it all you can now enjoy what you do rather than stress yourself out about what you're doing
I understand. Well, and it, it's clear to see. So, so you would say that confidence is critical for business. Absolutely crucial. Right. Crucial. Um, I would say, um, when I, people will say things like, "Oh, you'd easy, you'd easy know Bernie was here," or um, "Bernie, when you leave a room, you just you've lit up a room," or, uh, or but that's all. They're seeing my confidence. You know, now can you imagine all that being the business? Mm. Well, people say, oh, I like that girl. Wouldn't mind working with that girl. Yeah. Well, you're full of confidence, knows what she wants, knows where she's going. That's confidence. Yeah. And when I'm standing on a stage and I, a company hires me mm. to be a motivational speaker, mm. I promise you, Karen, mm. when I leave that stage, people all come up, no matter what, should it be 20 people in the audience, 20,000 people in the mm. audience, 200 people in the audience, they come to me and say, I thought you were just talking to me. All the time. That happens all the time. So it is because my confidence is so high. Now, can you imagine if you felt that way, how your staff would feel about you? Of course. Yeah, because they want the leader to yes. be confident. Of course. So if the leader in the business isn't confident, yeah. I've heard people talk about their boss and it's not good. Amazing. And it's all because they see that that person's not confident in what they're doing. Right. So I'm sure he hasn't a clue. We could skive up over here and he wouldn't have a clue or she wouldn't have a clue. So confidence is so crucial wow. in business. Amazing. And and obviously we would probably have a few people, including myself, that could do it a few hints and tips on how we could develop our self-confidence. Would you have any? I do. I've loads. And I, and I do a two-day um, confidence academy mm-hmm. where um, people come in and they're like a mouse and they go out like lions. And they just, it's amazing watching them develop. And we give loads of different uh, tips and uh, you know exercises that people can do. And, and one of the things that I, I would do would be um, the eight core principles of having uh, you know your confidence. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the ones that I, I, I think is really important mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it really works is if you want to grow your confidence, yeah, mm-hmm. first of all, you've got to find out what it is that you lack confidence in. Because it's too flippant of a word. Mm-hmm. I have no confidence. Now, you might say to me, oh, I'm a wee bit like that, Bernie. I have no confidence, right? But if I stood and watched you for a day, I'll guarantee you I would say, oh, I'd love to be able to do what he does. So you don't know what you know. Now, most people say you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that's doing something they're passionate about don't know what they know. Incredible, that's a nice spin on it. Very good, I haven't heard that before. Good. I know, I made it up. <laughs> that's why you haven't heard. I was actually coaching somebody yesterday and I says, but you you don't know what you know. And I wrote it down because I thought, wow, that's exactly when people's passionate. So you, I'd be watching you confident in what you do, but you don't know about that. So I would say we have to find out what it is you lack confidence in. It could be standing up in public mm-hmm. it could be writing a speech it could be uh, presenting something um it could be you lack confidence in crowds whatever it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. so we'll narrow it down narrow it down narrow it down yeah and it could be five things it could be one thing it could be three things yeah but instead of working which a lot of people do if they work in the broad specter of things yeah. we get it narrowed down so much to work on your one, two, three, four, or five things, and let's label them up. Right now, do you feel all right? Oh yeah, okay, I can do that. Now, okay. Now, once we get you to there, we'll get you to here, and get you to here. Till then, the five things that, 
and, and one of the exercises we do is go and look, look at people who you admire in the in the area mm -hmm. that you lack confidence in. Okay, so say for instance you lack confidence in standing on a stage and speaking to public. Go on, go on YouTube or go on Google or whatever and find somebody who you go, I'd like to be like him. Okay, mm -hmm. so go and look and listen. Listen to what way they talk. Listen to the way their pitch of their voice, how, how they go silent. Then they go and, they, and, and listen to all that thing. Look at their body language. Look how they're standing. Look what they do. These experts know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and whenever you're trained properly to speak in front of people, you, the right side of the stage, you do something different mm -hmm. than what you do on the left side of the stage because people think with their right side of their brain on their left side of their brain differently. One thinks in pictures and one thinks in words. Mm -hmm. So you go to each side of the stage. So watch people, look at them. Think, wow, what, what type of clothes are they wearing? Look at them. Listen to what they're saying, and then learn. Wow. And it's like the the it used to be the Green Highway Code: look, listen, yeah. Yes. So look, listen, and learn. That to me is a great thing. A lot of people uh, watch Oprah Winfrey. I'm coaching a young lady from the Netherlands at this moment in time. Who do you like? She says, "Oh, I would love to be like Oprah Winfrey." I says, "Well, eat, sleep, and drink her." Go and watch everything. And, and what your subconscious mind will do is you'll start mimicking what she does and how she stands and how she says things and whatever. You'll start mimicking her. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we'll work. Like I could spend a day just on that topic alone. So you look, listen and learn. And then attitude. Attitude's massive for confidence. You know, massive. You've got to look at your own attitude. These are big pills to swallow. You know, everybody thinks they're great. Everybody thinks they're Mr. and Mrs. What do you mean? I'm not. I'm not Hello, please. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, uh, everybody thinks they're great, you know, but, and, and everybody's, uh, you know, looking at people's attitudes and their own attitude. So look at your attitude because attitude definitely versus skills. Now, this is a, another thing that I, that I coach on. Again, we were talking about young ones, okay? Mm -hmm. Young ones go through their college and they go through their education and they're taught skills. How to do this and how to do that in whatever they're studying in, okay? But nobody goes in and teaches them attitude. Now, let's have an example. Mr. Employer or Mrs. Employer, I don't want to be brought up for a Mr. or Mrs. or saying it wrong or whatever, so I beg your pardon if I've already done it. And um, they've got a job, and it's the perfect job for the graduates. And there's 10 graduates standing outside the boardroom or the office or wherever they're going in for an interview. Now, these 10 graduates have all got the exact same qualifications mm -hmm. for the job. Mm -hmm. They all fit the job spec perfectly. Who do you think is going to get the job? Oh, the, one with the best, the best attitude. Yeah. The person with the best attitude. Mm -hmm. Because people will say, and when we're doing the exercise, I'll draw a line down the middle of the board and I write attitude and I write skills. And I'll say, okay, Karen, you're Mr. Employer. What type of person do you want to hire from your company? Mm -hmm. And they will say, somebody that's honest, somebody that's reliable, somebody. Mm -hmm. That's all to do with attitude. Maybe. And we always have maybe about 10 or 11 over in the attitude. And up here, with maybe one or two in skills. Mm -hmm and they don't teach attitude, yeah? which is amazing, is a good word. Yeah. yeah. So the person with the right attitude, I will say, oh yeah, I, I'd like him, he's got a brilliant attitude. 
And you can even hear an employer saying that. And nobody teaches it in. So for confidence, the attitude has to be looked at. You know, if they've got a, like, say you've got a 50 staff. They'll not judge you about whether, what you know about your company. They'll judge you by your attitude towards them. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you've got a stinking attitude, you'll get a stinking worse for workforce. Uh -huh. So you have to work on that. And when your attitude's right, your confidence is right. Amazing. You know, yeah. your attitude towards things. Totally. And yeah. I have to say, even I'm thinking of the, the guys, our team, every one of them's been hired because of their attitude, not because of that. I rest my case. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and I, I, if I was going again, it's attitude, 100%. Yep. I, I go into companies and they'll say to me, Bernie, come in and have a look and take a list on some of the staff. Sitting there. I go into schools. I do this as a hobby. Mm -hmm. I go into schools. Yep, and I and I I talk to the late people that's leaving school. Mm -hmm. Yep. As soon as I go into the door, their arms are folded, their body language is, and what is she gonna teach us? Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as I come through the door. Damn. So look at that attitude straight away. Yeah. Not sitting forward going, Wow, we're gonna learn something new or whatever, you know. So attitude is so crucial uh, when it comes to people's confidence and people don't even look that up. You know. So there are a couple of little things. <laughs> Um, that would be for people, people oh, to have a look at. Really good. So uh, how does someone build their confidence then? Is it through practice or? Absolutely. All the time? Absolutely. Following the mentors? Absolutely. Looking at things and, 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 and if say you're not confident in, give me an example. Somebody wouldn't be confident in. Stand on stage. It's tough. Or even going in front of a camera. I'll people now, them. because video was really interesting. Video, as you know, is so crucial to businesses today. And people, Hate yeah. standing in front of a camera. A lot of my is. organization, they're now building their organization on Facebook. So they, I'm teaching them, you know, do a Facebook video because you'll go up the rankings higher than people that do in a post. Okay. So um, we'll say to them, right, they'll say, oh no, I can't go in front of the camera and whatever. So I don't teach them how to go on camera. Mm -hmm. I teach them what's playing in the movie they're playing in their head. Okay. Because that's all. Success or someone that's not successful has all to do with the movie you play in your head. You are the director of your life. You are the director of your future. You are the director of the movie you play in your head. But what happens is people allow other people to change the movie. That's what happens, okay? And I always say to people, people's opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody's got one. Yeah, that's just what it is. So don't allow people's opinions to change your movie. So I would say to people, okay, what movie are you playing in your head? Me, myself and I movie. What will happen to me if I say something wrong? Yeah, so they're thinking about themselves. The movie they're playing in their head when they're looking at camera is they're thinking about themselves. So when I get them to change the movie in their head that they're going to give value to someone and when the value, they've just got to learn what the value is and deliver the value, deliver the message and leave the rest to everyone else. So it's, you don't teach people how to be good on camera. You teach people how to be good in their own heads and then they deliver what they've got to deliver. Excellent. We will be using that. That's, that's amazing. And does everyone have then something to give? million percent. million percent. Mm. It's just like a music teacher saying, everybody can sing. 
Do you know, a million percent, everybody's got something to give and everybody's got some value. You've got something that I can't do. Incredible. Amazing. And, and you mentioned, uh, you touched on eight core principles. Mm -hmm. uh, do you mind if I asked you what some of them might be? Yeah. Uh, one of them is look, listen, learn. Very good. Yeah. Uh, one of them is attitude. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, which is, which is really Just important. Discussed, yeah. And the, my biggest one, which is, I call it is the Bernie success to life, to work, work, to businesses, to producing more business, to become more successful, is the WWW to success. Okay. And what that is, if this is not done, you will, you definitely will be struggling all the time. The first W stands for what? Mm -hmm. What do you want? Now, people usually do a wishy-washy. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I want this and I want that and I want the other. You let them get that all out of their system, yeah? And then eventually they say, no, 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 seriously. What do you want, depending on where we are, what do you want to get from this presentation? What do you want to get from your life? What do you want to get from your business? What do you want to get from blah, 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 okay? And then they think about it and then they'll say what they want, okay? And then we'll go, why do you want that? And they have to think about that. And then they say, and why do you want that? And then they think about that. And we go right down the whole road till eventually the person says, oh, I know what I want now. Now, when you get that, you now know that's what they want. Mm -hmm. But when you don't get that, they haven't worked out what it is that they want. Sometimes I've got to send people away to think about it. So that's the first W. What do you want? And most people don't know the answer. I guarantee you, Karen, you still don't know the answer to that. No, and actually, when we met, I'm going to tell you, when we met, one of the first things you, you said was, what do you want from this video? So uh, you took me down the path. Yeah, uh, because it's, it's crucial. Amazing. It's totally crucial <laughs> to find out what do you want, yeah. okay? Second thing is, when do you want it? You have to know when do you want something? Mm -hmm. Because other than that, it's a wishy-washy thing, mm -hmm. yeah? And you put a deadline on it. Mm -hmm. So people say, usually the answer is, as soon as possible. Ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous. That's like, what's the, what's the size of a bit of string, yeah. you know? And so when do you want it? Okay, so let's say, well, you know, uh, business is going well, and if we could get by December 2019, mm -hmm. if we could do da 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 da, -da, -da and I know, that's exactly where they're going. They can see their goal. They know because they've got a date on them. Or somebody says straight away, right, I want it in three months time. Woo, brilliant. We have to find out, is that realistic? Or is that just, uh, you know, whip the staff to get the, 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 the orders done, you know, because that's not going to work either. Yeah, so it might work in the short term, but eventually it, it definitely will work. Mm -hmm. So when we know what they want, and then we know when they want it, the next W happens brilliantly and can't happen without the first two. And the third W is now. What do we need to do to get that? And then you do your business plan. Now, people never do that that way. Okay? So you map out what you got to do. So say you said to me, I want to earn a million. I want my business to be bringing in a million by whatever date. Okay, we break it down, 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 till eventually you know what you need to be doing every month. Where most people don't. They throw muck at the wall and hope some sticks. When you do this for your own life, you know, what do you want out of life? 
Well, I don't want to be in a nine-to-five job the rest of my life. I want to do. That's okay. Why do you not want to be in a nine-to-five job? But why do you want to feel that way? Oh, for goodness sake, Bernie, I think I'm better than that. Okay, now we're getting to it. Okay, so you want to be a better person. But they think they want to be out of the nine-to-five job. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, perfect. Yeah, and then we work on that part of it. So the www.to-success, I think, is great advice for your... For the people that's listening. Amazing. Excellent. And we're obviously spent a lot of time in confidence, which is brilliant. I've learned a lot that I'm sure that the people listening uh, have as well. Is there other skills or qualities that people need to be an entrepreneur apart from confidence or confidence is a cornerstone of it? Well, I think one of the things that um, I notice a lot whenever I'm helping people is that um, they have faith in their business and they have faith in their dream and faith in their goal. Yeah. Um, but they do not share that. If you do not share, if you don't give value to your staff, mm -hmm. your teams, your organization, and it's all about your goal and your whatever, that doesn't work. Okay. You, you can grow an empire if you involve everybody else in the goal. And in the dream, if everybody else goes, this is ours, mm -hmm. you know. So, I think uh, entrepreneurs could 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 learn from that, yes. because there's a lot of greedy people in the world. There's enough for us all, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so involve your teams, involve your organisation, involve your staff. Don't be afraid to be have a meeting with your teams and ask them, what do you think we could go forward with? What do you think? I could be, how could I improve this? Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, they're, they're asking me. They feel valued. Because most people feel undervalued. Yeah? Most people. And the other thing to, in, in, in entrepreneurship is um, sticking to it. You know, stickability gets you credibility. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you stick to it. If you're doing a task, mm -hmm. stick to it. Mm -hmm. Don't go off on a tangent over there and a tangent over here and whatever. Stick to the task till it's done. Yeah, then you can make a decision whether that was the right task or the wrong task to do. Mm -hmm. And you learn by your mistakes. Do you know, I'll not do that again. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've said it yourself yeah, yeah many, many times. times. Yeah, yeah, many yeah. Times. I'll not do that again or whatever. So being consistent and stickability is, is good as well. Giving value to the people around you and making them feel valuable. Is, is is crucial in, in business. And I would say the three the three B's is good as well. And your number one to be a to be a respected um entrepreneur, which is which is very hard to do because mm -hmm. most entrepreneurs, you know, look down at people. I've got here, you know, and people say when you get there, where's there? Yeah, where is it. there you know what i mean mm -hmm. the only place is there is the grave that's the only place is really we're all going to go there mm -hmm. people say oh, bernie don't be saying that no we are all going to yeah. go there that is Sorry. guaranteed yeah, yeah, yeah. so the only place is there is the grave mm -hmm. so when i get there because some people get there and then they want another mansion then they want another private jet and then they want another car and whatever mm -hmm. and then when they get the second car they say wouldn't it be really great if i had a car outside outside each house you know, so where is there? So I would say the three the three B's would be believe in yourself. Totally believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. How can you expect others 
to believe in you if you do not believe in yourself. And you've got to work on that, Karen. Yeah. Okay? And that's what I work with people. I'm a master at working with people like that. Getting them to believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is to believe in your goal. A, a goal with a vision can change the world. Now, one of the things that when I went to watch that Queen movie, the goosebumps that went from my toes to my brain, when on the screen came, the audience at the Live Aid concert. And out onto the stage, I've got the goosebumps again. Out onto the stage came uh, um, Gildoff, mm -hmm. Bob Gildoff. Mm -hmm. And I looked and I went, that man changed the world. One man. Why? He had a passion. He had a goal. He had a dream. And he wasn't letting anybody stop him. Mm -hmm. He believed in it so much. So you want to be successful, you got to believe. You know, you cannot achieve until you believe. It's impossible. If you can't see it, you can't achieve it. And the third B is to believe in your customers, believe in your team, believe in your staff, believe in your organization, believe they can help, that you've got value to give them and they have value to give back to you. Yep. And if you put all of that together, then Wow. It's a magic uh, combination. Force to be worked. Absolutely. Without no doubt. And actually, we share a lot of common uh, traits or, or mindset around people. Like I totally agree with you. And you have to believe in your team. You have to believe in yourself. Without no doubt. And uh, part of the reason I started my own business was because I was managed by people who didn't treat uh, their staff too well. And that's actually I, I had enough ten years, eleven years of that. I said never again. So um, you were working mm -hmm. for to help them achieve their goal. They mm -hmm. were not interested in what your goal was, what your life was, what your family was like, what your future was like. And they were so wrapped up. But if they had made you feel that you were part of and you were valued and, and your contribution was of value to their company, you might not have ever went. So they've done you a favour. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. you've got to say thank you very much for the favour you've done me. And you're actually right. And this, and we'll talk about it as well, isn't it the tough times? The, even good times and the bad times actually take us to here. Mm -hmm. So I look back and we want to, I want to talk about the struggles and, and tough times, but I look back at, and the, we've all, I'm sure everyone's had tough times, dark days, you wonder what am I going to do here? But actually, um, they've actually taken us to here. They actually have brought us together. Million percent. So how do entrepreneurs or people in business on their own uh, with a team, how would they overcome tough days, uh, overcome struggles that they may, may be facing? It's a really good question because I've asked myself that question many a time. In the past um, 25 years, the tragedies that I've come through is, is just second to none. And this is not the time to be talking about them. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking tragedies. I'm talking things that people would have definitely stayed down under. Like, And I've said to myself, how did I, how did I just keep going? Like, you know, how did, I, how did I get up? And the answer, because I believe you should have an appointment with yourself. Nobody does this. Okay? I believe you should have an appointment with yourself. Mm -hmm. At least, at least two hours appointment with yourself. Because you can't tell yourself lies. True, yeah, you okay? can't. Yeah. can't tell yourself a lie. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you sit down, you have an appointment with yourself, and you say to yourself, now, come on, what are you doing? 
What is it you want? Why do you want that? Where are you going? Like I had an appointment myself about two weeks ago and half of what I was striving for, I don't even want to do it here. I don't want to do it because I thought it just fitted into this part of my business that I was doing. Wow. I don't want to do it and I'm not going to do it because I had this appointment with myself. Went, but you don't even want to do that. And I went, I don't want to do that. So you can't tell yourself lies. It's an amazing exercise. You should try it. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I've never, again. Write it all down and yeah. then ask yourself questions. Why? What does that mean? Where am I going? Ask yourself all the questions and scribble it all down and you will come up with the answer. Yeah. So I had an appointment with myself and I'm absolutely, I'm really um, pleased with myself there because I remembered what you asked me. I didn't go on a tangent. <laughs> so I had an appointment with myself and how did you get back up again, Bernie? You know, what, what, what made you? So I wanted to know the answer to be able to help other people, you know, get back up again. And I think I'm right in what I'm saying is I knew what I wanted. Nobody's going to come and knock your door, Karen, and pay for your life. Nobody. I don't believe it. Someone's going to do it someday. No. <laughs> Most people wish they'd win the lottery. And that's the only way they think that life, they can, you know, well, they're not going to win it. Yeah, Forget I about it. I don't wish for a very year. Yes. And okay. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to disillusion people. It just isn't going to happen. So nobody's going to knock your door. Okay. So you have to. And what got me back up again was if it's going to be, it's up to me to change my life. Okay. Now, these tragedies that come into my life, am I going to allow them to change the movie in my head? Am I going to allow them to change my life movie? And I have a choice. And as I said to you, this is a big pill to swallow. I have a choice to either make excuses, because that's all they are. Either make excuses or to keep on going. Yeah. Now, which choice should I choose? Because if I make the road of making excuses, people in society listen to them for one or two times after that here's your woman coming mm. and you know what she's going to talk about poor little old me we call it a plum party have you ever heard of that no. p-l-o-m poor little old me what? so here she comes with her plum party okay <laughs> and that's what they think and they roll their eyes and they're way over there they don't want to stand and talk to you yeah. because why because they've got their own issues yes. they've got their own challenges and theirs is bigger than yours mm -hmm. because it's theirs their problem, yeah, yeah. so yeah. My movie is that strong. My movie is the one that I've put in here and decided nobody's going to change my life's movie. Only if I allow them to. Yeah. Was it easy? No. Was it easy to walk and stand on the stage? Hello, good evening and welcome. And go back off the stage and cry my eyes out. Come back to the, the sorrow. That's what you've got to do. You've got to be hungry for it. You've got to be passionate about it. Yeah. And get yourself back up again. So when you get your movie right in your head, then you have a choice. Am I going to allow this? Entrepreneurs at home and mums that stays at home, dads that stays at home. How do they keep getting themselves back up again? They have to have the reason a lot of people say oh i can't do it sure i've got three children well i will say to them don't make your children the excuse for not doing the business make them the reason to do the business 
and you build a brighter future for them and, yeah. and lead by example. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Yes, very comprehensive. Thank you. Very good, <laughs> brilliant. So again, I'm thinking back to even starting, so this is my second business now. Um, and actually getting started can be very tough. And a lot of people maybe are thinking they would like to start a business, but don't have the funds to start mm -hmm. a business, don't have access to money. And, and we talked about taking on debt earlier. Ideally, you don't want to do that uh, if you can avoid it. Sometimes in the business for expansion, you do have to take on debt. It is a good uh, thing to do, but um, it has to be the right type of debt. So how could someone start a business if they don't have a lot of money? Good question. Sometimes the industry, the stay-at-home industry, um, gets a, a bad press because they say it's so cheap to get involved with. I think I said this earlier. You know, it's it's there must be a catch. You know, um, I was in um, was it last year? I was in Africa, and um, we were at a convention, and a chap stood in the stage, and he started off. He was that shy when he started off the, his home-based business that he asked his mummy to sell his products. Wow. Yeah, when he started off, he says, Mommy, would you start telling your friends and all about these products? Mm -hmm. And he said that he thought, well, if I could earn $500 or something a month, I'd be happy with that. Mm -hmm. But in his head, he wanted to be a millionaire. That's what he wanted to be. Right. But he didn't think this home-based business thing would do it. Mm -hmm. But he'd take it on anyway mm -hmm. to earn money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the home-based businesses, the companies... Um, do all the things that I've been talking to you. They value their their distributors and whatever. And every year they'll bring them to conventions. They'll give them part of their profit of the company and, you know, making them feel valued. So this particular convention, the company was given back um, part of the profit of the company. Mm -hmm. And the, their checks that they give at the end of the year started off about $2,000 and went right up to the highest check. And this chap walked on the stage who asked his mum a year ago to sell the product. And he lifted a check for $1.25 million. And that was a bonus at the end of the year. Okay? So just because it's cheap to get into the industry doesn't mean the industry's cheap. You know, you can build an empire underneath the umbrella of a billion dollar company but they take on the overheads, the paperwork, the staff, all the headache things that most people can't afford in business mm -hmm. and you just go out and represent the company. Mm -hmm. So um, usually the startup cost is between two and five hundred pounds and anybody can find that type of money, mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. They can go to their local credit union or they can go to their uncle or their auntie or their mummy or their daddy or their husband or their wife or whatever and find that type of money mm -hmm. yeah and the company and most companies will offer them a 60-day money-back guarantee which is brilliant yeah. because the, if you think about it it's a word-of-mouth company mm -hmm. so they they want good publicity yeah. so they have to look after the distributors yeah. but Kieran, if if every com company would think like this you have the guy that owns the company mm -hmm. saying okay if you all go out and represent my product on my company, mm -hmm. I will reward you um, commission mm -hmm. every month, okay? So the bigger we grow, the bigger he grows. Good, yeah. And last year, our he's, it's a privately owned company. Mm -hmm. His son and himself own it, 
okay? Mm -hmm. And last year they they didn't turn over that they they the their their or sorry their turnover at the wholesale price, not the retail price, was one point two five billion. With just people at home earning nice incomes, thank you very much. Mm. So he says, ordinary people live in an extraordinary life state underneath the umbrella of a billion dollar company. And as I said at the beginning, just because it's not traditional yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't work. So when you ask the question, people with no, that don't have any money, mm -hmm. if people can't find two to five hundred pounds, they're not interested in changing their lives. Mm. Absolutely not. And you can't spend any more money because the companies, the DSL, make sure that you can't come in and the company says, give me ten grand. Right, then we'll get you this up. That's what the direct selling association's for. It's illegal and you're not allowed to do that. Which is very good. It's massive, brilliant. I didn't realise the industry was so big. Billions. I'm impressed. I'm gonna have billions. to check it. Billions. Out. And and also um our company um uh, is actually was brought into the House of Lords and and asked to explain to the House of Lords what this industry is all about because um, it brought in so many billions and they were talking about Europe actually and it's now starting to come up to traditional business and they're thinking here it's bringing so much economy into the, yeah. the marketplace we need to see what this is all about how exciting is that mm -hmm. you're in control you work the hours you want to work you work it around the family mm -hmm. and now because of the internet you can work it anywhere in the world but you, and also you have to stay motivated. You have to you have to be the right mindset, and you have to be motivated. your goal and motivate you. And 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 the lovely thing about it is, um, there's lots of support. Team teams go together. They they put on uh, trainings. They put on uh, conventions. They'll put on speakers like me to do the motivation and come on, guys, you can do it and give value to them and and whatever you know. So all of that comes free. You know, which is fantastic. Yeah. I think the highest ticket we've ever charged anybody for a massive convention is something like twenty five pound. Wow, something okay. ridiculous yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, a meal. Absolutely. Very good. If you're lucky. <laughs> yes, twenty five pound meal. Where do you eat? I need to change that too, but what to do. So what uh, you've been in business a long time and you've obviously worked and helped a lot of businesses. What mistakes have you seen business owners or entrepreneurs? do uh, in their business life? I think it goes back to what I've been saying to you, mm -hmm. you know, thinking about themselves, not sharing their the vision, you know, not respecting their teams and their organisations and their staff. Um, greed is a terrible, terrible thing, mm -hmm. you know, looking more and looking more and looking more. And when you find out, you know, how much money does one need? You know, once you get to a certain level where you're very comfortable and that you know, you know, I'm comfortable. Now, don't get me wrong, everybody wants to earn. But when you get to the comfortability bit, you know, it's nice to give back. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to give back your expertise. Now, I have 25 years under my belt now where people want to hear me on their stages, yeah. you know, to give this value to these people. Mm -hmm. And by me giving back, the joy that it brings my heart is like second to none. But you, you, you don't do it for free. You know, you value yourself. 
Um, so I think what I find the mistakes that people do is they go off on a little tangent of their own. They know everything. They know what it's like, um, and and you just do what I do what I tell you because this is what I want for my dream. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Yeah, Very I think good. that's what 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 happens. Excellent. As I thought we would get amazing value today so we did and thank you very much for uh, coming in and sharing a little bit about your story and giving us some great advice around confidence and educating us in the home-based business so if anyone wanted to find out more about you your business uh, to reach out and connect with you what's the best way that they could do that most people find me on facebook um and most people what they do now is they ask me to come in and do tell my story because it's very motivational they ask me to do maybe a keynote uh, presentation for them um, or I can um, I do private online because there's a lot of people that don't even want their staff to know or their teams to know that they're not confident in this and they're not confident mm -hmm. in that so I would do online on like like a zoom call with them and we would record it all and then they go back and we do things and videos and whatever that's very very popular because I can do that uh, people very busy so they don't you know so they can do that in the hours that we allocate mm -hmm. all around the world so people just usually find me i think and my email they can email me um and it's easy it's bernie allen online at gmail.com they can email me or um find me on facebook and just pm me and that's or LinkedIn, they can find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm getting awfully <laughs> good at doing my social media. And oh, then when we're about to launch our new business, which is Expert Apps, and um, they can they can actually download the app, which is uh, www.thebusinessapp.online. Um, and in there, they can get um, some of my stuff for free, value. Um, so does that answer your question? That's brilliant. So and of course, underneath the video, uh, anyone can look and we'll have all links uh, that are mentioned here. And uh, again, uh, very approachable and very helpful. So again, thank you very much for your time today. My that pleasure, Kieran. That was excellent. And now that, that's us coming from the Innovation Factory. It's Kieran from Profile Three. So hopefully you enjoyed the video uh, today and uh, got some useful advice. Do check out the links and visit and connect with Bernie. And uh, no doubt we'll see you again tomorrow for the next video. Thank you.